Welcome back to We Will Talk About It podcast with your host Gina and welcome to another episode today. I want to start off this episode by saying happy new years everyone. I hope 2024 is a blessed year for us all. I pray that the Lord is literally touching us, blessing us, protecting us, preserving us and answering all our heart desires. I want to thank you guys for being with me for another year. Thank you guys for all your love and support in 2023. I so, so, so greatly appreciate it. It's 2024. It's a new year. So we have to start with a new mind and that is the title of today's episode today's episode is titled it starts in the mind i think this is literally the perfect episode to start the year off with because one thing is for sure is the enemy attacks us through our mind now i don't want to go into too much detail before we even start the episode because i always do that but i wanted to just say that this episode i think it's really going to help us set our minds on god and set our minds in a correct alignment with his will so that whatever he has plans for us in 2024 comes to pass. So let's go ahead and close our eyes, bow our heads and pray to the Lord for his presence. Oh Heavenly Father, we just pray for your presence in today's episode. I pray that Lord you will speak through me as you gave me this word and I pray that you will direct me and guide me in what to say. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. We're going to start off in 1 Samuel chapter 11 verse 1 to 4. So we're going to open our Bibles because in 2024... We're going to start watching podcasts and sermons with our Bibles open, okay? First Samuel chapter 11, verses 1 to 4. Now Nahash the Ammonite went up and besieged Jabesh, and all the men of Jabesh said to Nahash, Make a treaty of peace with us, and we will serve you. But Nahash the Ammonite told them, I will make a treaty with you on this condition that I will gouge out the right eye of every one of you and make it a disgrace upon all Israel. The elders of Jabesh said to Nahash, give us seven days so that we may send messengers throughout the territory of Israel. Then if there is no one to save us, we will come out and surrender to you. Then the messengers came to Gibeah of Saul and told the news to the people and all the people raised their voices and wept aloud. There was one key part here that really stood out to me, okay? So when the people of Israel heard this devastating news, okay? When the people of Israel had the messengers come to them and tell them what the king was planning to do, unless there was someone to save them, they had already accepted defeat. They had already accepted that victory wasn't Israel's. And this is why, read verse four with me, it says, and all the people raised their voices and wept aloud. It showed through their actions that the people of Israel in their minds had accepted defeat. And it showed through the way that they responded to the news. They raised their voices and they wept aloud. Like the Israelites, we all have a choice to make. When we hear devastating news, we have a choice to make whether we accept it and submit to the enemy or whether we submit ourselves to the Lord. One way that Satan attacks is through our minds, which is why the Lord gives us so many tools and resources. One of them being the armor of the armor of God, which in Ephesians chapter six, it gives us the helmet of salvation to preserve our mind from the thoughts, deceptions and lies that the enemy is going to bring. Okay. The mind is literally one of the first places that the enemy is going to attack, which is why it's one of the first places that we must 
preserve in our relationship with the Lord. Because the minute that the enemy gets a foothold into our mind, it's pretty much wraps. But like the Israelites, we all have a choice. We have a choice whether to submit to God or we have a choice whether to submit to the devil. If we submit to God, we resist the devil. We resist the negative thoughts. We resist all the depression. We resist all the negativity that the enemy is trying to bring our way. And we gain victory. Nobody who submits to God ever gets defeated, okay? The enemy, however, if we submit to him, it's an automatic defeat. And the Israelites in their mind had already accepted defeat and it was going to be defeat because they had accepted that the Lord couldn't do what they knew he could do. Satan, when he attacks us, he's so sneaky, guys, okay? He's never going to come direct and be like, knock, 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 please let me attack you today. He's never going to do that, but he is going to come directly to us to accept the attack. And how he does that is through our minds, okay? He's going to plant seeds. He's going to plant negative thoughts. He's going to plant those thoughts of defeat. He's going to plant those thoughts of, well, what's the point? He's going to plant those thoughts of this prayer doesn't work. Because once you begin to accept those thoughts, you have given him the leeway to come into your life and do exactly what he wanted, which was to defeat you. Satan plants a seed and the way he starts to plant the seed is in the mind. And this seed can be anything. I'm talking about lust, pornography, um, swearing. It, it literally can be anything that is a sin. Enemy knows that we struggle with this. He knows that we're going to be tempted by this and he's going to plant those seeds little by little, little thoughts here, little thoughts there, little thoughts here, little thoughts there. And then we water the seed, okay? We water the seed the minute we begin to accept the thoughts. The minute that thought comes in our mind and we don't rebuke it, we don't cast it out with scripture, we don't debunk it with the word of the Lord because the enemy is going to come and speak in lies. When he comes and says, the Lord isn't going to do this, X, Y, and Z. Well, as I 55 tells me that the Lord, if the Lord said it, he's going to do it. Amen. Amen. So the minute we begin to accept the lies and deceptions and the negative thoughts from the enemy, we're watering his seed for him. We've basically said, yes, keep attacking me because we're allowing that thought to dwell in our heads. Guys, this is such a word. When the when the enemy spoke through Nahash to attack the Israelites, because remember, the enemy doesn't want Israel to prosper. He doesn't want them to trust God. He doesn't want God to get the victory. He doesn't want God to get the glory. So when he sent Nahash on this trip, right, because Nahash means Satan, if you didn't know, get to know, I learned that in my Bible studies. When he sent Nahash to do his work for him, the people basically went, okay, here you go. Attack me all you want. Here, oh, here you go. The seeds you've planted, I've accepted them. They've given him a foothold into their mind because at that moment, they should have said, hold on a minute, we're going to God. Hold on a minute. The enemy said A, B, C. The enemy said, I'm not going to prosper. The enemy said that Lord's a liar. The enemy said that the Lord isn't going to save me. The enemy says that I have lost the battle. Well, I'm going to ask God. I'm going to take it to God. I'm going to take it to the word of God and test it with the word of God and see if it still stands. And with this seed, there's only two choices. You can either accept the seed or declines the seed. If you accept the seed, you're watering the seed then by thinking about it, by accepting it, by just allowing it to foster and to grow until it becomes this big tree where you're sinning. And the enemy is roaming free in your mind, sending thoughts wherever and whenever he wants and causing you to sin 
uncontrollably. When you decline to this seed, when you go, hold on a minute, I'm going to take it to God, you've automatically gone to the enemy. I'm about to find out that you're a liar. So you can take several seats and find someone else to play with because it's I'm not the one. When we decline the seed, we are uprooting the seed from the soil that it has been planted from, which is our minds. We are uprooting it. And then therefore the enemy has to find a different strategy, a different way to come back and attack our minds. The scripture says in the Bible when it says, submit yourselves to God and then resist the devil. It's because only God can uproot the seed we cannot uproot the seed by ourselves, okay? Because if that was the case, then so many of us would be able to live a life without sinning, without the need for Jesus Christ. But that's not the case, okay? In order for us to stop that seed that would lead to sin, we need Jesus. We need God. We need Jesus to uproot the sin. He is the only one that can go deep and down into the soil and take the seed from where it was planted, take it by its roots and pull it out, okay? The minute that we try to do this without Jesus, we've already accepted it because there is no possible way that we cannot sin without the Lord being involved. Like the Israelites were so quickly to succumb to this devastating and bad news so do we we succumb to bad news so quickly and so easily without consulting God without taking it to God without trusting in the power behind us remember that episode that I did about the power behind us well yeah this is where it comes in there is a power behind us as believers and that is the power of God that is able to turn defeat defeats into victory that is able to turn losses into wins that is is able to turn a desert into a beautifully watered garden like guys this is a power behind us that we don't realize that we don't realize that it's standing there and like the Israelites we are so quickly to succumb to bad news because we are so quickly to forget that we have a God the, the living serving God who carries a multitude of power that can save us as quickly as this behind us and one of the most common seeds that I think all of us believers can honestly admit to struggling with because I can raise my hand and say that I've struggled with this in 2023 I struggled the entire year with lust okay and when the enemy I'll be very honest when the enemy plants a seed in my mind with lust instead of me to rebuke it and flee like scripture says I entertain it so that minute I entertain it I've accepted the seed now it becomes harder as I'm prolonging, as I'm entertaining it, to stop the enemy at its tracks and be like, hold on a minute, I don't want this seed anymore. It's too late. I've accepted it. So once that seed of lust comes into my mind, best believe whatever that thought of lust is, I am acting it out. Why? Not because I want to, but the seed has been planted. I've given the enemy access into my mind, access into my spirit, access into my body to lead me to sin. That was a word. When you accept thoughts from the enemy, okay, when you accept thoughts from the enemy to do with sin, to do it negative, you are allowing him to take you to sin. Thank you for watching today's episode. <laughs> Guys, this is a word. Pay attention because I've got another bit that is going to just blow your minds. The Lord wanted me to come here to say to you that it's so important that this year you guide your minds. The reason why you were sinning so much last year and you weren't able to stop you didn't protect your head. The reason why you fell into lust every single time, 
you didn't protect your mind. The reason why you can't stop stealing and you can't stop taking, you can't stop looking at guys and girls so lustfully and sexually, you can't stop committing in sexual morality, it starts in the mind and you've accepted it. The minute you accept that thought from the enemy and you don't quickly run to the Lord and resist, it, it says submit yourselves to God and resist the devil. You can't resist the devil without submitting yourselves to God, which means submitting your minds to God, submitting your hearts to God. Your heart and mind is literally like conjoined. And I'm going to read a scripture that is going to show you that there. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23 and it says, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Guys, and I'm going to tell you why. Your heart is solely connected to your mind. The Wherever your heart lies, wherever your treasures lies, that's where your heart lies also okay that's one scripture so the scripture just told us now to guide our hearts because everything flows from it the minute we accept something in our heart it starts to foster in our mind like if the lord gives us a vision and we accept it in our heart he starts to give us ideas and ways for it to come to life the minute this enemy plants sin in our minds and we accept it in our heart because you have to accept it in here for him to work in here it's a word the minute we accept it in here it starts to work in here and then it eventually starts to work in here and little before you know it you're in sin the heart is connected with the mind and the mind is connected with our actions okay the minute you accept it with your heart it fosters in your mind which leads you to physically committing the sin guys i know you heard me when i said that I know you did. Think about it. When the when we accept Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts, he starts to work by renewing our minds. And then it physically shows through the way that we speak, through the way that we act. It's the same way with the enemy. It's the same way with the enemy. The minute we accept his negativity, his thoughts, his deceptions in our heart, it starts to foster and work in our minds. And then we are physically committed Committing the sin that he planted only a few moments ago that we accepted. It's a word. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Do you know what the scripture is saying? Is if you want to resist the enemy, if you want to resist the devil, you have to submit your heart. Which means you have to submit yourselves to God. You cannot resist the enemy without submitting and subjecting yourself to God. I want to read one more. Psalms 26 verse 2. Test me, Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. What will God find if he examines your heart? No, what will God find if he examines your heart, if God examines your heart and looks at your mind, what will he find? Will he find seeds that were never surrendered to him, that were planted by the enemy? Will he find thoughts of lust roaming around? Will he find secrets of sexual immorality hidden deep in our heart that the enemy planted? Guys, submit yourselves to God and resist the devil. This includes your heart and includes your mind. Submit yourselves to God and resist the devil. So many people struggle with sin. So many people, I hear so many people in my DMs, in my comments, I struggle with this, I struggle with this, I struggle with this. Yes, you're going to struggle. And you know why you're struggling? is because you haven't submitted yourself to God. I will engage and allow 
the thoughts of lust to roam free in my mind. And then four hours later, when I'm engaging in sexual sin, I'm like, wait, what? Why, why am I doing, why am I doing that? Why, why am I fornicating? What, why am I doing that? Well, I accepted it in here and it, it's ven- whatever I've accepted in here has just eventually just formed and come to life. And I'm not saying it to be, but you need, you cannot, cannot fight sin. You cannot resist the enemy. You cannot stop the enemy from coming in your mind without submitting yourselves to God. When you submit yourselves to God, he then gives you the tools and the resources to protect and preserve your mind. Like it says in Ephesians, he will give you the tools and the resources to preserve and protect your mind, okay, which is the helmet of salvation he'll give you the helmet of salvation he'll make sure that your heart is focused on him so you can preserve your mind from the attacks from the thoughts from the lies of the enemy but it's not going to happen unless you submit yourself to god you can't use god's resources and tools without submitting yourself some people go oh yeah but i don't i don't need to pray i don't need to talk to god god knows who i am you know like i don't need to i'm just struggling with this sin because i'm just i'm just it's yet yeah, you keep saying that it's because you haven't surrendered yourself to God it's because you haven't fully submitted yourself to the Lord that is why you're falling into sin because the minute you do that he's gonna go my child look at the scriptures look at what I have written in the word you this is you this is your sword of the spirit this is your attack this is what you will use to defeat and conquer the enemy this is what you're going to use to gain victory and he's going to be able to give you all those tools and the resources because he's going to be able to speak it through your mind once it's surrendered to him wanted to just in terms of the scripture that we read let's look at two specific people Saul and the Israelites so in first Samuel chapter 11 verse 6 Saul heard all this he heard everything that the messengers had said about what the king wanted to do to the Israelites Yet instead of him weeping and crying hysterically that the battle has been defeated, he got angry. He got angry and said, hold on a minute. We have God. Hold on a minute. God is on our side. Why are we weeping and crying and surrendering ourselves to the enemy when God is fighting our battle, when God is behind, in front, beside, behind, above like the, when God is there, like, why are we doing this? He didn't allow the thoughts of the enemy to penetrate through his heart to get to his mind. He didn't because he surrendered himself to God. So he was able to look and remember that the God that he serves will save him, that the God that he serves will rescue him. So the message for today is submit yourselves to God and then you will resist the devil and then you can stop sinning and then the Lord will give you the tools and the resources that he has so graciously given to us for free to fight against the enemy. I know, I know guys, I know. That was that was a powerful episode for 2024 that we started this year off with a banger. But I just feel like it's time that in our Christian walk, in our Christian journey with the Lord, it's time to step it up. It's time to stop feeling sorry for ourselves. It's time to stop wallowing, wallowing in our sin and wallowing in our pity. Oh, I can't stop, Lord. Yes, you can. It starts in the mind. You keep speaking these negative thoughts out and the enemy is just using what you've spoken and planting it back in your heart and through your mind. Speak thoughts of life. I can't stop this sin. I have stopped this sin. I have defeated the battle. Speak these thoughts. Speak this 
words of life and watch the Lord have your heart. Watch the Lord transform you. Watch it be fulfilled and come to life. Watch you stop that sin. It's time we start 2024 with our hearts and our mind aligned with the Lord because you can't have either or. Oh, but the Lord knows my heart. I'm My heart is with the Lord, but your mind isn't. And if your mind is it, then your heart isn't because they're connected. So it's time we stop fooling ourselves and and stop making excuses and fully and 100% today surrender ourselves to God. So guys, I want to thank you so much for watching today's episode. Um, Yeah, it was, it's a good one. So we're going to go ahead and close our eyes, bow our heads and close out today's episode. Lord, I want to thank you for such a powerful word. I was getting so fired up as we were literally just sharing this word. And I just want to thank you for such a powerful word to start 2024 with. Lord, I just know that this word is going to do exactly what you have intended for it to do. And I surrender my heart and my mind to you, Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I want to thank you guys so much for watching today's episode. If you liked, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure to share this with family and friends. And I'll see you all in the next episode. Bye everyone. Rivers of wonder come from a stone. Life in the bond.